check, check, mic check. Sixty show presented by Maxis Tires. Get data, decal works, hundred percent goggles, vertex pistons, Plum Creek funding, seat concepts, and Zool. On PrepMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto Sixty show live. 11 a.m., January 11th, round one is done. Round two coming up this Saturday night in San Francisco, Monster Energy Supercross. And finally, we have some racing to talk about. It's not just, you know, a bunch of us jerkies talking about, hey, man, uh, who's going to do this? And, hey, man, what's going to happen here? And, hey, man, what about this? Now we can actually look at the results, see how the offseason went for some of these guys, talk about it, break it all down, and more. we got Zach Osborne and some guy named Jason Wygant on the show. Thank you for uh, listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you for watching, too. We're putting these on YouTube, and uh, views are good. Interest is good, and really stoked on that. So uh, thank you again. 702-586-7857 if you want to talk San Francisco or something else. We are giving away a Fly Racing CP helmet, Formula helmet today, as well as a pair of 100% goggles. We do something different for the archive listeners, though, for the helmet. Stay tuned for that. Uh, again, uh, Weege and uh, Zacco coming on the uh, on the show today. Taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down. Uh, I believe he he did nine holes, took a break, came back to this show, going back for hole ten. V Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? That would actually be pretty epic if I split my rounds with a Moto sixty show. But uh, I probably thought about it. I'm glad to be here. I just want you to know. Per the race tech rant on yes. uh, Monday night, you're welcome. The construction over on the on the uh, that's area go, on the area. See, I gotta be careful. Yeah, uh, it, it is <laughs> it is rocking and rolling. Yes. I walked by there today. Multiple people, yes. uh, multiple big machines moving things. I don't know if the, I had anything to do with this, the, but uh, there are construction workers in the Las Vegas Valley who listen to your shows, and it is entirely possible. I hope so. that you actually had the ears of the right people, and they said, "Let's get it done." We don't uh, want to upset Mr. Mathis. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, it may have worked because we got we got a lot of action over there this morning. Love it. So, uh, also working the cameras over there, uh, coming in, making one dollar more than uh, Tis Legendary for her services this year. The Javis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? You know, I'm 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 always happy to be here on really? the middle of a Thursday. Yes. Yeah. All it's right. Very awesome. exciting. Fantastic. Uh, and the one dollar more. Makes it all the worth it. Do you tell your wife uh, where you're going when you leave every Thursday? Absolutely that... not. Okay, so you just leave the house. For all she knows, I'm at Cheetahs right, right. now. Right. All right, fantastic. It's uh, better that way. 
702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, we've got some lines open. It is uh, Weege and Osborne on the show. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, 25 years of Fly Racing, uh, and, man, they're crushing it. They thank their dealers. They thank their customers. And some of their line, gear lines are, are really, really good this year. I love some of the designs they have with the uh, Evo. Uh, really, really great stuff. So thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. The Formula S helmet, really smart. Uh, it's a helmet with a brain. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for making things happen for this show and many things across the pulp world. You can save on the Fly Racing closeout with PulpMX10 is the code to save. So if you go to uh, PulpMXShow.com, sponsored deals, go down there. It takes you to the site. Fly has some closeout products. And then if you use the code PulpMX10, you can save even more on the closeout stuff. And the closeout stuff is good. Uh, it's it's new and uh, it's it's really good. So uh, there is a way to save at Fly Racing with that code on the closeout stuff. So Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, Max's Tires, Decal Works, 100% Plum Creek Funding, Vertex, Get, Seat Concepts, and Zools all on board with us uh, this show. Thank you to the folks at Max's Tires. You know who uses Max's Tires? Kay Clayson in that last turn. When he snuck around the inside and held off Hunter Lawrence, his Max's Tires had maximum grip on the slippery Anaheim surface. Thank you to Max's Tires for putting Cade into the main event. Hunter Lawrence now leading the Yamaha LCQ Challenge as well. Not something that he wants to do. Uh, so thank you to the folks at Max's Tires. Great tires. Uh, this is UTV tires as well. Uh, truck tires, all of that. Thank you to the folks at uh, Max's Tires for all that they do. And, uh, yeah, like I said, Jason Wygat coming up later. But for now, let's uh, bring in uh, Supercross champion, Motocross champion, GP winner, Zach Osborne. What's up, Zach? Uh, cruising home from the track, went riding with the boys today. Um, it's a pretty good day, actually. What, uh, what'd you ride today? I rode some outdoors, sand track with Joey and Jack. Pretty sick. Okay, what kind of bike did you ride? A bike, a dirt bike. What color was it? Uh, blue. Oh, okay. All right, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. 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 We're getting somewhere. Um, hey man, we got, we got lots to talk about today. Um, yeah, a lot to unpack, I know. Okay, so I want to start with this, like... We talked. We touched this on Monday, but we didn't get your opinion on it. And you know Eli Tomac pretty well. Trained with him for a little bit. Um, look, I don't think um, he's going to ride uninspired and get caught by Justin Cooper. You know, going forward, I think it was just a one race thing for him. All of that, but there's a chance, Zach, that it isn't that way. You know, you do lose it, right? You do. He took some time off. I don't. I'm not in that camp. But there's a chance. He's that way. Or do you, in your mind, Zacho, no way? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, he knows where he was at, you know, mentally and physically. And I think if that's the attitude, he just wouldn't have, wouldn't have come back, you know? Okay. Um, I'm not panic button yet, for sure. Um, a bit puzzling, but um, he'll work through it, okay. I think. Okay. All right. Sounds good on that. Um you can go anywhere you want with this. This is kind of why uh, we're getting you on this each week. I want to talk to you a little bit about what impressed you. I mean, we had Cooper Webb on the Monday show. He was pretty honest and open about um, he didn't think Jet, he thought Jet would be faster. You know, he was surprised at himself that he was catching Jet a little bit. Now you could maybe make the make the case that Jet was managing it, like we've seen so many times. Um, but what, where do you want to go with this? What 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 caught your eye? Um, definitely I thought Coop was good, um, and they were a little closer to the, to him than I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think that they just have to take the race to him, you know, like, like Coop did in the, in the second corner, uh, in the heat race. Yep. I think that kind of just 
gets him a little bit off his game where, you know, he's going to be hard to beat if he pulls the whole shot and he pulls a four-second gap and can see you, you know, exiting the corner when you're inning the corner. I mean, he's, he's hard to beat, right? Yeah. But yep. um, to me, they they managed it pretty well. Jason, is Jason too, I, I really, um, like I said last week on the show, I, I thought Jason would be that guy. I think I had him mm-hmm. on my podium, actually, but... Um, yeah, I I was impressed by both Coop and Jason. Um, Kenny looked good during the day. Um, kind of crap luck with the start, and actually had a really good comeback ride. I thought um, Prado, like you know, I talked about him the other day, but um, I still just think it's super understated how gnarly it is to have four or five months of Supercross in your life and go try to make a 450 main. I think a lot of guys, pretty much anybody who's ever raced Supercross um, would tell you the same, that like that's a, an unthinkable step, in my opinion. And, you know, yeah, you got 13th on paper, but there's so much more to that. I think, you know, with a proper uh, off-season of prep and a full mm-hmm. commitment to the series, not, uh, hey, I want to do three rounds, not get hurt, and go back and defend my championship in Europe. Yep, I think that changes a lot, um, and yeah, I was super impressed by the whole package, the maturity to you know know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Um, all those things are like you know just really positive in my opinion. So still, I, I was really impressed with them. Like thirteenth on paper isn't much, but it's so much more than that. In God, my that's, opinion. that's funny. I, I'm I'm not there. I mean, look, you're you're the you're the champion. You get it. I thought it was a little underwhelming, all of it. I, I, I just was like, ah, he looked a little tired. He looked a little, like, struggling in the whoops a little bit. Like, there was a lot going on where I was just like, I shrugged my shoulders. Now, like you said, hey, man, this is a guy that's never raced Supercross or really even ridden Supercross until, you know, two months ago. So that's yeah. where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. in my opinion, it's like, it's it's a, it's a, an impossible comparison, right? But it's almost like asking an amateur level guy like a Daxton Bennett, who's never really, you know, who's raced supercross futures. Prado hasn't even done that. Mm-hmm. Bennett's had a supercross track at his house since he was 12 or whatever. Yep. He's young. I, it's not, it's not a great comparison, but it's like throwing them into the 450 class in my opinion. Okay. You know, that's, yep. that's the closest thing I can kind of dream up as far as a comparison goes. And um, with that, like it's, pretty impressive in my opinion zach osborne here on the fly race and moto 60 show got some lines open 702-586-7857 uh if you want to give them a call thanks to the folks at 100 goggles by the way pulp 30 is the code to save with 100 jet lawrence winning the race in his 100 goggles and of course the star racing guys as well but they got a lot of cool casual wear i'm, I'm wearing a t-shirt today from 100 guys they have uh, mountain bike gear as well so thanks to the folks at 100 for all that they do pulp 30 saves you on everything at 100percent.com uh, really, really appreciative of those guys for coming on. Um, okay, Zacho. So uh, let's let's go this way. Um, AP is probably to me the fastest guy that no one's going to talk about because his heat race was really good. He passed some dudes. He was catching uh, Coop a little bit. Main event, he got caught into that start straight uh, and you know had to come from the back again. Like AP was solid. Uh, Maybe you know, it was the fastest time in segment two, which included the two whoops. Now, well, let me ask you this. Before, I, before you talk about AP, Zacho, how much uh, emphasis or how much do you care 
about fast segment times? Um, it's something I've never, I mean, in practice is something that we always use, but like, it's something I never went back and looked okay. at after right. the race, I would say. Um, yep. but also if you're searching for positives, if you're in that situation, um, it's probably something you're going back to look at, especially if you're the fastest. Okay. All right. So it, it does, it, yeah, it can help you. It can help a rider. It out. could help you. Yep. Yeah. I, I've never used it other than, Hey, you need to be better from X to X in practice. Um, okay. So AP, what'd you think? I thought he was better, a lot better than what I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I didn't really put him at that, I don't know, at that level, I guess, with those guys, um, with with the roster um, that was. I mean, his finish is a little bit better than maybe it would have been situationally, but you got to be in it to win it. So fair mm-hmm. play to him. I thought he rode good. Um, he looked strong at the end. I don't think that's that really ever a question with him, like fitness-wise. Um, but yeah, he he did surprise me for sure. Um, do you think there's a chance that Jet just runs off with this thing? Like, what? Like, I mean, is it? Is, does he just like take off and and you know win the next four, lose one, win the next three, you know that kind of thing? Or did did, did anything catch your eye where, like you like Coop was saying, it wasn't quite as good? Yeah, I think. Like I said, if they let him get to the lead and he can manage it, yeah, it's going to be boring, honestly. Um, but if, you know, they, I don't want to say rip him up a little bit, but, like, if they take the race to him and, you know, just like in the heat race, he made a little mistake, but mm-hmm. um, that's stuff that he hasn't really, I don't feel like, dealt with that much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's. You know, the, the other way is his game. Like, it's going to be hard to beat him at his game, right? So you got to kind of try to throw some wrenches in that plan a little bit. Um, and that, that's the only way I see it not going exactly like you said, win a couple, lose one, win a couple, lose one, and mm-hmm. boom, it's over. I kind of feel like Jason and Coop were, like, making statements a little bit, right? Do you feel? Definitely. I thought Jason gave a little too much respect in the in the second corner in the okay. main. Okay, yep. Um, but it's the first race, you know, you don't want to go down right off the bat. Like, mm. that's the same thing I talked about last week is, like, that's how quickly it can go sideways. Um, but I, I thought that they both rode very metered, very mature races mm. um, to get, you know, second and coop sixth, but the little mistake cost them, you know, yeah. a second or a third or whatever they would have done there at the end. Um, but overall, I thought it was, it was a really good ride by both of them. Coop thought on Monday. Coop said on Monday that he thought he gave Jason a little bit too much respect, but he's like, I don't want to start something with him at round one. Like, I just don't want to do that. No, and, and I think I I just don't feel like Jason's that guy anymore. I think he's matured. I think he's um, kind of passed all that stuff because he knows it's cost him in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought yep. that they both rode very. Um, High twenties age uh, rides for the level <laughs> they're at. You know, high twenties. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mature is what you're trying to say. Like I've been doing this a while, and I'm gonna just take a second. Yeah. Go on to the next one. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got a call from you for our question for you. Some questions for you, Zach, on here on the uh, Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Uh, first up, it is Ryan on three. What's up, Ryan? What's your question for Zacho? 
Hey, yeah. So, you know, with the upcoming race at Francisco looking like to be a butter, I was wondering, is there, like, what kind of makes a rider great at riding in mud, like, technique-wise? And is there anything that you typically do in the league leading up to a mud race to work on that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for your call. Uh, do, best, I don't know if you heard that, Zacho, but, yeah, basically, what makes a good mud rider? Um, a good mud rider is somebody who can ride, like, loose and comfortable in the mud and not, not fight it. Uh, it's definitely something you have to kind of grow up with or, um, you know, ha- have experienced a lot in your life. Um, for me, I grew up super scared of the mud, hated riding in the mud. Um, and when I got to Europe, that all changed because I was either, either going to be a good mud rider <laughs> yeah. or go home. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's something that you have to just kind of come to grips with. And you, you can't control it like you can in a normal race. You just kind of have to relinquish that control and move forward the whole time. Like, just keep the wheels turning and keep going forward. So, AP told me, and I think there's something to this, AP told me a uh, good moderator is mostly attitude. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't be afraid, like, oh, man, it's going to rain this weekend. I'm sure there are guys right now who are already thinking about it, right? Like, they're like, man, I don't want it to rain. It's just a second race. Everything can go wrong. you got to be thinking about, oh, dude, it's a mud race. It's a great equalizer. Anybody can win. Like it's it's just a, a different attitude. That's a, that's a really good way to put it. Um, is there a difference if if you're a good mud rider? Is there a difference between being good in Supercross and being good in Motocross for mud riser, or do the same fundamentals slash attitude uh, work? I would say the same uh, attitude works. I would think that the start is way more important in a Supercross mud race than an outdoor mud race, um, just because of the time that you have and in outdoors, I feel like it's kind of a game of runs. Like, if you can have a good lap, you can build on that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Supercross, it's it's like turn to turn, more or less, because it's so technical and so tight um, that that you almost have to just take it in shorter pieces where outdoors you can kind of let it roll a little bit better, mm-hmm. and, it, and it seems like the momentum carries a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, I think that's like the main two differences. Outside of Barsha and AP, because we're probably going to have some mud this weekend, some ruddy stuff, conditions, damp, all that. Outside of Barsha and AP, is there someone else that is good at this stuff? Um, well, in my opinion, I know you're going to love this shocker, but uh, Prado's a great starter. <laughs> okay, all right, great, here we go. Great, yeah, yeah. You know, he's from Europe, great mud rider. So I think that it levels the field for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason's actually a sneaky good mud rider, too. If you look back through history, um, he's had some really good mud races. Um, Salt Lake in 2020 in the mud, he got on the podium. He was the only guy that didn't get lapped uh, by Eli and Coop. Um, outdoors, he's had some really good mud rides. So I think he's he's better than what you know he probably gets credit for. Yep. Um, other than those four guys, AP, Barsha, um, Prado, Jason, I don't really see anybody yeah. that's like a standout. You get, know, get a start, right? Get, get, get a yeah. start, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of good mud riders start with getting the getting a good start. So that's exactly right. Yeah, uh, Zach Osborne here on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. We still have some open lines. We're giving away a set of one hundred percent goggles. We're also going to give away a Fly CP helmet. And the way to win that, let's do the archives because the damn live guys win all the prizes. Uh, Zach, oh, pick an email number that you want to win this helmet. Just give us a number. Um, like, like just a single-digit number? Or any, what? any number you want. You can go 168 uh, if you want. 
16. 16. All right. Uh, the 16th email at contest at pulpamexshow.com wins a fly helmet. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, the 16th uh, helmet, or 16th email gets that free helmet from Fly Racing. So thank you to Zach for picking that number. Um, I looked at your, um, I looked at your vault, and I don't see any San Francisco results. Uh, never no, did it. I did Santa Clara twice, I think, but never San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool stadium. Um, it's really neat. It's right on the water. You know, it's where the Giants play. Uh, really cool. The Supercross is going back there, as opposed to Oakland. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've honestly never been to San Francisco, period. Don't know anything about the dirt. Yep. Um, I haven't seen the stadium. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, all new to me, honestly. Hey, um, your old team, Rock Cernogy, Husqvarna, uh, both riders down within a lap or two of the main event. Now, obviously, uh, Nate Dog's happy because RJ wins the 250 main event, which we'll talk about in a second. But tough start for those guys. Mookie rode really well to get all the way back up to 11th. Uh, Craig DNF'd, and I think he's going to be okay, but he's been not responding to texts, so I don't know if he's in a deep, dark place. But rough start for your old team, Zacho, for, for you know guys that had some real potential to get up there. Yeah, no, I'm... Nope. You do all the things you think you're ready. Um, just like you saw with Hunter, like it's just mm-hmm. man, it's it's a tough game. Honestly, that's all I can say about that. Do you have a like you've had a shitty opener before, right? I think. Uh, yeah, both both of my four fifty years. Well, the the one year I missed it, and then the second year uh, I was super sick and okay. ate it big time in the heat race, and then had to go to the LCQ, and then I think I got like fifteenth in the main. Yeah, etc. So the the attitude is just like I mean a little bit of like oh well just cut it loose now I guess right well yeah I mean you you can't hold on to it because it's coming again in five days or six days or whatever you know so yep. um, and it, it's done and dusted you just got to move forward you're ten twelve fifteen points in the hole and it is what it is you just got to keep going yeah like I we I was out with uh, Roxanne yesterday watching him practice a little bit and he was saying like. Frick, man, I'm already you know 15 down or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, he he he's like, oh, it's just a shitty way to start. He fe- he said he felt like he rode really well, but all of that it doesn't matter. You're 15 points down. <laughs> yeah, I thought Kenny looked great all day. Um, I thought he was awesome. He just he just looked on point. Um, his bike uh, in the whoops is the straightest, most stable bike out mm-hmm. there. I think. Um, Joey and I were talking about it earlier. Like it's it just looks super solid. He looks comfortable on it. Doesn't do anything funky. It's not amazing. It's not like oh my god, this bike looks amazing. But mm-hmm. it just looks really good all the time. And um, sometimes that's what you need. And he seems to be comfortable with it. I think he's I think he's on for some wins. Honestly, uh, let's talk about Vince Freeze for a second, um, if if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, sure. Look, uh, I had no problem with what he did in the heat race start. That's happened a lot. A lot of factory riders. Have had yourself probably included have, have been way out there and you're just getting the start. Vince got it. He's a great starter and he moved on over. Now obviously the right hand turn with the right hand with the rear brake is not ideal for that kind of situation. But he had a lane to move over and he got the start and I don't have a big issue with that. The Dean Wilson thing, just another example of being an idiot. It's way too early to do that in the race and in the season. And there's obviously past beef there from the world rounds. Did you have a problem with the heat race start or and thoughts on the Dean Wilson thing? Yeah, I agree pretty much 100% with you there. Um, I, you know, if Vince is starting outside, like, gate 20, 
and does that, gets the inside bail, I'm going to call like a little bit of foul play. But with the way that it was, you know, they were a couple of gates apart. He had a huge start, like, right out of the gate. Within, you know, 20 or 30 feet of being out of the gate, he was well in front of everyone. And um, mm-hmm. it was his it was his control, you know. That's yeah. just yeah. the lay of the land. And, um, yeah. Moran, the, I mean, Moran's did this. Moran's, sorry, Moran's did this three or four times last year, and we all were like, that's awesome. Great job, Moran's. Right, yeah. And, and I think that that's, an, you know, if it were anybody else, we're not talking about it. Um, but that's what happens mm-hmm. when you have a reputation. You know, I, I don't, I've never had a run in with Vince. I don't have, you know, really anything against Vince. I don't, I don't have anything against Vince at all. Um, I just, it, it's, it's his reputation, you know? And yeah. also, I think in my mind, if, if, say, Kenny gets that start or Eli gets that start, everybody, respects those guys a little more mm-hmm. and they know that they're not going to beat them to the corner but because it was Vince they were a little deeper and a little hotter and yeah, you know yeah. they, they tried a little bit you know like to force it and it happens I mean I, yeah it's happened to me multiple times um, mm-hmm. and w- when when the guy has the wheel he has the control and, and then so the Dino will did you see that on his on his YouTube Dean on his social yeah, yeah. Um, it was just you know it just happens, I guess. I, it was Vince <laughs> taking Dean out on the first lap. I don't know. You know, there's not really much yeah. else to say about it. It wasn't even, it wasn't even really dirty, in my opinion. He just kind of got into his front wheel, and then they both went down. It reminded um, me of Vince on uh, Joey at the World Round in Dubai. Yeah, just kind of like drug him down. Right? Yeah. Like um, it wasn't like he blasted him off the berm or T-boned him or anything. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think. In those situations, you just don't trust anything, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. there's a couple guys that you just don't trust, and um, you know, I like, I can't really say anything bad about Vince because Vince has made a living. He's, you know, made himself relevant mm-hmm. multiple times, different classes, um, and he's he's a fighter. Like, you know, people I don't think understand how much is on the line not only financially, but just well, as a whole yeah. um, to call those shots like they do on social media from the couch. Like that's, that's a tough one for me. I, I, I don't know, you know, he, he brings it on himself, but at the same time, it's hard to watch like just him getting badgered all the time mm-hmm. um, by yeah, cow tracers, I guess. Uh, especially the way his contract structured too with Moto Concepts, every spot is worth more and more money. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of how they do that, how, how they structure it, but I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know much about yeah. it, to be honest. Uh, all right, we got Zach Osborne. Let's get some phone calls here. First up, it's Sawyer. What's up, Sawyer? Hey, Steve. I uh, saw that Mosman signed a 250 star for the rest of West Coast. He did. I uh, I saw a rumor on Twitter. Oh, I wow. I, I don't know that. Uh, so I heard from someone that would know that Mosman rode the star bike out at the goat farm. I didn't hear anything about signing with them. Gotcha. I did hear that. So I don't know if I'm not saying he's not signing with them, but I just all I heard was that he rode the bike. All right. Sounds good. Um all right, sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Uh yeah, um Zacho, do you know anything about that? That guy. Oh, that he did sign? I heard that, but I don't know that for okay. sure. All right. Just Bobby Reagan, just endless like whatever, endless contracts, endless money. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um All right, let's get to Shad on two. Shad, what's up, man? 
Hey, bud. You guys kind of touched on it, but I was listening to the fantasy show, and Paul was saying it, and then you mentioned Dino's YouTube. Yep. And then uh, I was wondering, yeah, if you read Carno's letter he put on social media. Yeah, I read it. I like Carno. He's a good dude, uh, and I feel bad for Uh him because his season's over, but I didn't like doing that. I don't like posting a DM. You know, I wouldn't want someone posting a DM that I go on my social media, right? Like, I I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Um, uh-huh. Carnell could just text him. Like you could just text him and and say that you don't need to sort of be like look at me on social media. I would tell Logan to his yeah. face, but maybe he was on pain meds, man. I don't know. Like he's got a jacked up ankle. Like I just didn't like it. Like I, I I'm I'm okay with him being angry about it and, and and talking to Vince about it, but I don't like the posting on social media. Zacho, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for sure, there's emotions are high and. All the things, but yeah, I don't know. It maybe it's not yeah. my play. Yeah, it's not like yeah, I, pretty I, much yeah. blamed him. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I, I just again, like I don't, I'm, I'm not the one whose season is over with my broken ankle and foot and tib and whatever else is, Logan's got going on. But just text him, just text him, you know. So yeah. Uh, hey, uh, when, when do you think someone will step in, like the the upper, the higher ups and stuff, and like you know, couch him, bench him. I, I mean, has it happened yet? <laughs> Why? Well, I know. When's it going to? I mean, it has. I mean, when does it happen, or does I, it I don't, keep happening? Yeah, I don't think it happens. I think he gets fined if oh, he really? or whatever. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Zacho, do you? I mean, we're. I don't at, think yeah. so. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Chad. Thanks for the call. Yep. Uh, 702-586-7857. Zach Osborne. We got him for a little while longer here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Thanks to the folks at Decal Works. Pulp MX24 is the code to save. Get 20% off with Pulp MX24. DecalMX.com. Uh, Decal Works, number one for many reasons. And uh, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Great company. Great guys there in Illinois. And uh, they'll give you a proof beforehand. You can move your logos around. You can put your name and number on it. All of that. And use that code to save. Pulp MX24 as well um okay uh reed's on three what's up reed what's your uh what's your co- comment here well i want to talk about how it used to be like um they used to do qualifying take the top five then they'd do semis take another four yeah then they'd go to the last chance and take two and i right. just feel like when that thing with vince went down these guys could have got better redemption not not have to wait just to the last chance. Yeah, just um, go for it. I, I don't. Yeah, they. You know, they they had the semis for twenty years in Supercross. When I was a mechanic, it was heats and semis and LCQ. Uh, Zacho, you probably race in the heat and se- well, not in the, you wouldn't race in the big class with that no, format. But. Um, but the semi they brought the semi thing back, but I was still in two fifty yeah. class, right? Yeah, they brought it back for a few years. I I mean, so Reed, you're saying you you would like it back? Semis? Well, I'd say I'd like it back because I felt like you guys all say that Freeze didn't do it, but he come across. I just feel that these guys could maybe police themselves a little more with that kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, they I could mean, get you know, back into it. Sure. Three starts. Cade Clayson could get more starts. They talk about being more aggressive. Yeah, Sammy, they get another shot, then they get another shot at the. Yeah, I but, think uh, mm-hmm. one of the reasons they, they took it away was track deterioration. Like, 450s have really beat up this track, especially now that we're going to 20-minute main events. And I think if you put semis back in, the track's going to get even more hammered uh, with more racing, and they want to kind of avoid that. I think that was the thinking behind getting rid of them. Um, and yeah, honestly, but take. what's that, Zacho? 
I got a hot take. Yeah, go minute, ahead. minute mains are not the way. I, I think lap mains were better. It's not. Yeah, it's not that much of a hot take. I kind of, I kind of agree. Like, I, I was the one yelling and screaming that you know because one of the main events in Santa Clara was 14 minutes long. Yeah, uh, my my main that night was like 12 minutes and 20 seconds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and so I and, was one saying you got to lengthen these, but can we? Can we lengthen them to 20 minutes and just adjust the laps each way? Do you know what I mean? Uh, what? Like, can no. we just have the main done in, in – oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Can we have them 20 laps and adjust the laps uh, – sorry. Just the time on the track to make it, like, 20 laps or, or make it 25 laps? Like, ma- find a, an in-between between 20 laps and 25, 20 minutes, right? Find the yeah. in-between that and adjust – the race length for that each week. Right, yeah. I, I don't hate that idea. Yeah. Um, I just think, man, 20 minutes is such a long time on a Supercross track. Yeah. Um, and, it, yeah, I, okay. I don't know that yeah. it improves the racing, in yeah. my opinion. Thanks, Reed. Thank you, man. Great, thanks. Uh, thank you. Uh, next up is... Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to hijack his question no. or his yeah. uh, Do, topic, but I just yeah, had to throw I, that out. I don't, think, I don't think semis are coming back. Um, I do feel for guys like you, Zacho, making all this money, stars of the sport, and, like, something goes wrong in the heat, and now you're gate 20 in the LCQ. Like, that ain't fun, you know? It's um, not fun, no. and I, I, you know... People are like, what's it like to be in the LCQ as a factory guy? And I'm like, put, you know, put me down for 25 grand right now if I don't ever have to ride one again. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's the worst feeling, oh. the, the absolute worst feeling. And and like I said, the, the, the bad gate pick, the, the bad gate pick. Like, yeah, you have, you know, you go down and it rips your throttle cable yep. off or does something dumb in the heat. You go back to the truck. Now you got 20th pick in the mm. in the LCQ, and yeah, it's not fun. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, last call here for Zach Osborne uh, is Tom. What's up, Tom? Hey guys, sorry to bring up Vince Freeze again. Oh but boy, here we go. No, it's fine. Go ahead. I, I know I'm late, but it was so nice, honestly, him not being there last year, and then literally Anaheim won, and he goes and does. I think two bonehead moves. I didn't like to move in the first corner. At what point does it, has Mike Genova had enough and said, "Like, dude, we're, no, we're dude, not Genova loves support this. you anymore." No, Genova loves this. He absolutely I mean, loves this. Not, I know there's no such thing as bad PR, but like, dude, this is bad PR. Genova does not care. Nope, he's he's a, he's a fan of this. Um, I've talked to him about it. It's good, good, good attention. He thinks that he's doing fine. Uh, all of that. So. Yeah, as, as a fan of the sport and a consumer, I'm not buying products and companies that are Okay, no, like that's him, so. and that's your right, for sure. Uh, thanks, Tom. We've got to let you go. A lot of background noise. But, Zacho, that's how people feel. Genova doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm trying to keep my nose clean here. Um, but <laughs> You're not racing Supergaz anymore. You're fine. No, I know. But, like, like I said, I've never had any issue with Vince. Like, I... Mm-hmm. You know, sure, he makes some cheap moves. He does some stuff that I wouldn't do, stuff that, you know, is yeah. not etiquette. But dude's, dude's here for a living. Like, yeah, it, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Zacho, you just remind me of Homer Simpson in the bushes, going back into the bushes. Yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> I, I was trying really hard to not get on this topic, but here we are. Uh, I got a couple questions before I let you go real quick. Uh, this is R.J. Hampshire's time, right? This is it. This is it. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
And I think that that was the ride he needed. Solid, steady, never looked uh, out of sh- you know out of sorts. Never looked wild. Um, looked like you know he should look, in my opinion. Like he he's been there for a while. He knows what to do, and he's he's finally doing it. Um, Smitty was almost equally as impressive, though. Smitty rode really well mm-hmm. from a not great start, um, and you know, just looked solid. Yep. I thought Shimoto was good. Um, from a terrible start, I think, you know, he's going to win some races for sure. But those three are my my front three runners for the title. Um, but it's it's RJ's time. He's got to capitalize right now, here, yep. right now. Okay, last question for you. Your daily polls on Twitter. What yeah. What has been the most contentious? Like, what's been the one that you're just like, wow? Um... The uh, qu- uh, triple quad thing oh. was mind blowing to me. <laughs> um, just mainly just because of RC um, being totally on the triple yeah. side of things. And I'm like, bro, the first time that you're at a race and they jump an on off and you call a quad, <laughs> I'm going nuclear. Like, I'm burning Twitter down with all the footage on repeat. Um, <laughs> Okay. So yeah, that yeah. that one was mind blowing. Um, one of the other ones that blew up that I had no idea was such a major uh, divide. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was now, but honestly, I, I saw some other people doing it, um, and I just thought it was cool. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm on number sixty one today. Yeah. I think. So maybe, I was maybe we'll get to three sixty five. I don't know. I was gonna do a motocross fun fact of the day on Twitter, and I got to. 14 and i'm like fuck this like i'm over it like like (laughs) so i I admire your persistence zacco like it's good yeah so i don't know if you saw on sunday i did a um there's a guy in nascar called uh, his name's jeff gluck he's like one of the oh i know jeff gluck oh yeah believe me i'm a little bitter at jeff gluck problems or what well uh let's actually let's bring in our next guest jason wygant we just on the phone we know jeff gluck oh zacco jeff gluck oh so he came to Anaheim, this might be five years ago now, and we heard it was a NASCAR reporter there, and then we're sitting in the corner press box, as we always are, and we see Sean Brennan personally escorting Jeff Glock onto the track, mm-hmm. all around the building. Yep. Uh, we heard there was a second press box there for was. dinner and drinks. Yep, yep. Uh, so we have been demanding the Jeff Gluck treatment for five years now. We're we're uh-huh. making small inroads, but we're still not where he was in 2018. Yes, yes. We're, 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 maybe I'm the new Jeff Gluck, boys. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so so, and Gluck knows about us because we've we, I, I've interacted with him. And he knows. Yeah. That. So when anyway, we get pizza in the press box, I, I tweet Gluck and say, "Look, we're yep. getting closer to you." Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So he does this uh, every weekend poll, uh, was the race, wherever they're at, you know, was Daytona good, was Dover good, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like that I, I wasn't on Twitter for a long time. Like, I, I was on not on Twitter for probably the better part of five, six years. Um, but when I came back to Twitter, it was mostly for NASCAR stuff, but then I kind of got into moto Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I feel like there's this huge divide where people – watch a race and they want a they want to sit down for three hours every saturday and they want to see like vegas 2017 yeah. two main events for the title every weekend or the track sucked these guys are so out of shape and the race was terrible you know which mm-hmm. is not what i experienced i i 
I've can I said it the other day on Twitter, but I can only name one race where I've been like, man, this is just not that entertaining. And that was Hangtown last year, just because I, the, the track prep wasn't that great and there was really nothing going on mm-hmm. on on the race. So I I want to know like how we bridge that gap from the avid avid average to avid fan knowledge base to where they are seeing more of the things that I see when I watch a race that make the race entertaining that they're clearly not seeing, right? So I want to know, and I was actually surprised by the Anaheim poll. I think that was 68% yes, it was a good race um, because there wasn't a lot of passing. Uh, the track was pretty basic, mm-hmm. and I, I just, you know, I think that it was A1 hype a little bit. A1, everybody was excited. Everybody was having their, you know, get-together and whatnot. So I want to know how we bridge that gap a little bit. That's my what I want to uh, learn, I guess you would say, is how to how to show people more of what is really happening in the race, the intricacies, the this, the that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that the average person watching, or even I see avid people, you know, people that I would assume are avid fans that know and ride and, you know, all those things also saying these things. So to me, it's important like for the future of the sport, not just right now or whatever, but I want to know how to like bridge that gap kind of. And um, that's something that NASCAR does really well. I know everyone hates NASCAR and motocross, blah, 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 whatever, but that's my thing. And I do realize that they have a crap load of time over a 500 lap race to be able to explain cars and cutaway cars and um, the tires, this and the body's that, and the spring is this, and this is your track part, whatever. Um, so, somehow we we have to bridge that gap a little bit of people seeing all the intricacies that are happening happening on the track with the guys with the body language with you know every single little thing so that everyone's more entertained by what's happening on the track okay that is your that is that is your thesis for today i like it yeah um that so that's where i'm at with the uh, uh sunday polls okay uh so i got a text from a joey savachi and he asked to ask me who won the last moto today? Oh, uh, it wasn't him. Okay, all right, fair enough. It was not him. Great, uh, Zacho. Thanks for your time. As always, uh, before we let you go, give me your winners in the two classes this weekend, San Francisco. Um, um, I don't know. I'm okay, really struggling. Right. Um, I think. Good radio. Is it going to be muddy or not? Yes. It's going to be muddy. It's going to be soft and very ruddy, if not rainy. Yes. Okay. Give me. Um, give me the twenty-one, and I'll take the twenty-four. Okay. Fair enough. Great. Uh, thanks, Zacho. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, go, Zach. go to the gym. Uh, Joey says you got to go to the gym. Yeah, I'm on my way. Okay. See you, buddy. Later. Uh, that's Jason. That's Joey Savachi. Uh, sorry, that, that's Zach Osborne. It's not Joey Savachi. Uh, thank Four you. Me. Yeah, and it's Jason Wyatt. What's up, Weech? So, so those are best bu- best buds right there. Yeah, yeah, they're fa- yeah. They couldn't. They're they're like uh, step brothers. I, I love how the world works. It, I love how the world works. It, it's really weird, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Uh, all right, welcome to the show. We got some phone calls on the line, including an Alex Ray. Uh, he, he's got, <laughs> I heard this. He's got wow. he's got time on his hands, so uh, we can get to him in a Is second. He announcing a comeback. 
Well, he he did mention on a group text there was only 42 250 riders, and that means he could get right in the night show on a 250. No, there we go. Maybe, uh, I was thinking maybe he watched and he missed it so much. He's like, I'm ramping it back up. If you own a home, if you want to try to pull, pull some cash out, if you got a vacation home like Weege, uh, Plum oh, Creek yeah. Funding has programs to suit your needs. Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. Uh, if you're looking to purchase a home in 2024, the rates have dropped. And maybe now is the time. Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. Check them out. Thank you to Zach for coming on board. And Vertex as well. Premier choice for aftermarket pistons, gases, and complete engine rebuild kits for ATVs, UTVs, and dirt bikes. Uh, the pistons from Vertex are manufactured in Italy and a proud member of the All Balls Racing Group, a combination of the finest aftermarket power sports brands out there. Uh, for more information, go to allballsracinggroup.com and visit more. Thanks to Vertex Pistons. All right, Weege, let's, uh, before we get to A-Ray, um, San Francisco, we're back. Uh, I'm stoked. Uh, always a cool stadium, cool vibe. Uh, we may have some mud and ruts and all that. It could be pouring rain, all of that. But uh, are you like me, like excited to go back? To, oh, well, you're not going to San Francisco, but excited for the series to go back to San Francisco? Yes, I remind everyone there are going to be some logistical concerns. I don't know if you've seen a map. Of I did. This I did. Oh, dude. <laughs> where, where the, the parking, um, I'm not sure where the fans, I'm assuming they've got a I don't know where the fan parking is, so I don't even want to comment on that. I just know where the industry parking and the pits are yeah. is pretty far away. Now, we remember when we went here, it already was far, but it's even further because <laughs> I believe the old pits, they've now built buildings in there. So I just want everyone to remember, like sear it into your brain, the feelings people had about Oakland the last couple of years. And just keep <laughs> reminding yourself, we were begging. I mean, I remember being at a gas station last year and being like, if we could just go to San Francisco, please. Yeah, please. So I don't want to hear any complaints. <laughs> I don't want to hear any complaints. It's do not forget. There's a shuttle, people, for, for the industry. There's a shuttle. They have to have a shuttle, yes. Uh, uh, that's how far away. Yeah. I swear I swear the pits are on a barge, and we were joking in the office, uh, Racer X, so like, what if the barge floats away? Like during one of the heats, and everybody comes back, and they're like, "Oh, we're, our truck's gone." Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be great. Hey, we can't no yeah. main event tonight because they're out in the water. Um, yeah, we don't have gas. The the gas is in the trucks, and we can't get to them. Uh, uh, but I mean, Oakland was tough. And and look, we all know. I, I think we all assume the reason they went to Oakland, it had to have been cheap. Do you think? Yeah. To go to that building. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to respect the. It's got to be way more expensive to hold a race here, and the logistics suck all around. So I'm just trying to remind everybody before you complain about walking, like, it's better than Oakland, man, and you don't want to not have a race in Northern California. No, no, you really don't, right? Um, Jason Wygant here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Let's uh, let's bring in Alex Ray. What's up, A-Ray? How are you, buddy? Uh, not bad. Just uh, just enjoying the ride, dude. I'm in the office and yep. hanging oh. out there, listening to the show. Oh. Yeah. So, true story, Trying though. True, true story for our listeners. You started at O'Neill. In your office was a framed Kyle Chisholm jersey. And you had to look yeah, at it every 100%. single day. And yeah. you had to look at it every yeah. single day. And you complained, and you got it moved. Uh, yeah, no, I got it removed. And uh, now there is a uh, Mookie jersey in here. Uh, from Suzuki City, I think. It was oh, a Mookie I was trying to think when Mookie wore O'Neal. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, dude, he wore it. Uh, remember? You don't remember Suzuki City, his first I, year pro? I do remember Suzuki City, yeah. Yeah, the, the, synonymous the with the, the brand. Team okay, so, oh, so, yeah. you, so you got Chiz moved out just because you're just tired of seeing Chiz. 
Yeah, dude, I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. And, and like, I was just staring at him every day, and it's just, like, staring at the back of his jersey, and it's just, mm-hmm. like, I was, yeah, I was having PTSD from, you know. Like, yeah. Hell, even Cade mentioned it on the show on Monday. He's like, dude, freaking chiz. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. something that he just. Death, death mental, taxes, and chiz, dude. Death, taxes, and chiz. He's there. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I got a Mookie jersey, and I actually have a J-Law jersey in here, too. Oh, there we go. <laughs> when, yeah. was, when was J Law yeah. O'Neal? Am I missing that era too? Dude, he's he's always O'Neal. Like anytime, I I feel like anytime like he needs gear or something, like uh, you know, it's okay, just, you know, whenever. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, can we get yeah. some Brayton in there? Like, come on, can we get some Brayton, some skull checker flags? Smoke? Oh, we got we got dude, we got JB, we got JB. I forget whose office. JB, I think is in Justin's office, our our uh, sales manager. But yeah, okay. Dude, okay. we got all the sure. that'll motivate you. That'll motivate you. Yeah. Yep. We got Hollywood Holly, bro. We got oh, Dubak. Oh, of course you have Hollywood Holly. Of Dubak. course. They got Dubak yeah. and Holly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you'll love this. You'll love this. I was talking to Jimmy at Anaheim 1, and he yeah. showed me a picture of his son who's uh, a police officer now, and he's riding the police motorcycle. And, oh, yeah, he's got O'Neill gloves on. Full oh, police uniform, but O'Neill gloves. There we go. Love it. Hey, we're in there. I like it. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, we had a call earlier, A-Ray, about the Carnell thing. Uh, did you listen? Did you hear that? Um, uh, yeah. 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 And again, Logan's a buddy of mine. I like Logan. I tried to get him some help this year from some sponsors. Like, I love his program, but I'm not, I'm not down with that a little bit. Uh, where are you at with that? Uh, maybe that was morphine induced or pain pills induced or something. Uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I even seen, I even seen J-Law. <laughs> Dude, J-Law put something on his story too, like talking about it. <laughs> it's funny, but, um, you know, I, I would, I would never like screenshot it and post it out there, like just something yeah. that I said, just in the moment. I mean, that, that's me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Everyone's entitled to their to their own decisions, and you know, whatever. But I, if it were me, nah, I would just, I'd show up to his fucking house, you know, when no one's around <laughs> or something. You know. Uh, listen, we had a lot yeah, of, we, I, yeah. Okay, we had a lot of Vince calls, Weech, uh about it, and you know, one guy's like, "When's Genova gonna bench him?" And I just said, "Genova loves this. This is not." This is not a team thing where they're pissed at Vince Freeze. No, that's the actual whole problem. Everybody's like, why don't the riders go and yell at him, or why doesn't the AMA suspend him? But you're missing the third leg. This team either doesn't mind or enjoys it, or I think the real thing is they never think he's guilty. I guarantee you, I guarantee you they're like, hey, the first thing was a start. Anything can happen off the start. The second thing was a block pass. We see block passes all the time. Why does everybody pick on Vince? And you just do this year after year after year for 15 years. The bottom line is when he goes back to the truck, I have no doubt in my mind that every time the people around him that he trusts and he listens to say, you did nothing wrong. So as long as that continues, it doesn't matter what the AMA says or the other riders. They had a defense for the Craig thing at Phoenix, which was mind-blowing. Mind-blowing that they were like, yeah, man, yeah. You know, and I'm just like, okay. I honestly feel I – you know, I had a. I only spoke on this one time. I put a big rant on my own YouTube channel, and I said, for sure, Vince will do more things that will get known. The results will be overshadowed by the controversy. I feel like I was proven right. But uh, later on, I went over there, took it like a man, went over, talked to the team, let mm-hmm. them say their piece, and they basically felt like that was more Craig's fault than Vince. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shouldn't have went around the outside. Another company. Another thing too, I feel like Genova. He's such he's such a business guy, right? So anytime like, it's, whether it's good press or bad press, it's press, and you know it's something that he's not having to pay for, you know, and he's getting it for free, yeah. you know, whether yeah. it's good or bad, you know. And I also heard too, like on Friday, that Honda was over the truck as well about some uh, some press day stuff between yeah. between Mumpy and Shimoda. 
So, I mean, dude, like, they, they were getting it from all in. <laughs> yeah, Mumphy you know, hit Shimoda on press day and then also <laughs> tried to take him out early in the main event. So there's there's Mumphy Shmoda beef, and I don't know why. I have no idea. I feel like that just goes back to like maybe Geico days or amateur stuff, like going yeah. way back. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But Mumphy, remember Mumphy led. That was the very first heat race of the year. Yeah, right? first, yeah. It was heat one. Yep. He gets the lead. He leads the first three laps of the year. Like that's it. He's got a guaranteed deal for the next five years if you want. Like that is what, and that's fine. But that's what Genova likes. I'm mm-hmm. not. He likes guys that whole shot lead, and to your point, I guess a Ray get press, get attention. So good job, Mumphy. <laughs> uh, we got a TV yeah. question uh, on two Weege, and, and there's nobody better to hold a t- to handle a TV question than you, okay. big TV star. Uh, it is um, David. David, go ahead. Ask why can't your TV question. Okay, two two little questions. One one I've asked this before. Why don't they talk about other uh, people that they don't see on camera? What's the downside of talking about something that happened when the crowd goes wild and we don't know about it? And the other one is the commentators were were always was hyping up that that uh, uh, Anderson was catching jet. But he really wasn't because we couldn't see the actual lap times from Jet. All we could see is how many seconds back second place is. So is there a place where we can actually see his lap time so we know whether he's speeding up and slowing down? Yeah, first one, uh, that is TV 101. Never talk about things that can't be seen in the screen because if you actually did that, it's so weird and confusing for the, uh, for the viewer. And I think that's in any sport. Like, talk about what's on the screen. It, it might seem like a good idea not to do it, but if they actually did it, people's brains would explode. They'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Um, and second, I will tell you from personal experience, if you start looking at things that aren't on the screen, that's the moment the leader tips over and you don't even call it because you were looking at something else, which is the biggest doofus move you could possibly do. So, no, they, they say look at the screen. Only call what's on the screen. Don't look away. Um, mm-hmm. As for the second one, uh, what was that, oh, lap times? Lap yeah, times, I know yeah. people complain about not seeing lap times. To me, why is the gap – not the main stat you yeah, want to see. I'm, I'm if you pick one, it. why would you not? Oh, it's 2.1 seconds. Ah, it's 2.4. Oh, it's 1.9. Wouldn't you rather see that than see lap times and then have to do the math? No, no, because you want to know whether he's speeding up or slowing down in the front. But the guy tells you that, doesn't it? Well, if you could see both, sure. But uh, mm-hmm. I would rather, if you can only fit one on there, which you can only fit one, I'd rather be like, oh, they're catching him. Oh, he responded. And whether it's them speeding up or him slowing down or whatever, uh, you have to do the math yourself. Otherwise, you'd literally have to do the math yourself. Wait, he was four seconds. He just did a 108. They just did a 107. Where mm-hmm. we, I, I like having five times around the track. The gap keeps growing, shrinking, growing, shrinking. That's To me, that's better. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Hey, David, you want a pair of 100% goggles? I sure do. All right. Good question. And, you know, TV questions. Wygant will be on here every Thursday to handle all TV questions, everybody. <laughs> so just, it's just if you want to get angry at TV broadcast, go ahead. Uh, stay on hold. All right, David. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bring it after uh, actually calling the action starting around four so that you guys can really bring the heat uh, after uh, Adam too. Dustin's on one. Dustin, go ahead. You got a question about Jet? Yeah, I was wondering. Um, in press, he was doing that. He was fiving in that one rhythm section. And I noticed. You know, I didn't see it during uh, practice all day, and then at night. Um, I know they. I heard you guys said that they extended out the last single. Um, is that something that the AMA purposely did just to stop him from doing yeah. that? Or is, yeah, they they, is that some, they did not want him to do that. But they, or, or was it like you know back in the day that people were saying no, like 
Carmichael or DeCosta would say make the whip smaller. I don't know if people were complaining like, hey, we're not going to jump that, so we don't want him to either. Uh, A-Ray, did you hear anything about this? I, I From what I heard, the AMA was like, uh, yeah, we don't want guys jumping that. We don't want yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't – yeah, I don't think they, – they'll do that every now and then. Like, even if we're doing, like, a quad or something uh, early in – we, you know, we would we would do quads and stuff, like, at, at press day early in the morning. And, and if and if anyone's seen, you know, what what we were sort of doing and they thought it was dangerous, they would usually change the track or yeah. they, would, they would make a little adjustments to it. But I'm not, I'm not sure on the whole uh, – I mean, because they did the same thing with the Dragon's Back, too. And the Dragon's Back looked like the easiest thing since – you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I've never seen something a dragon's back that easy. Yeah. You know, without even a landing at a supercross track. So I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I don't know, Dustin. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I don't think it was any team or anybody running and saying, oh, knock it down." I think, I think the Feld and Dirtworks guys decided that. I mean, yeah, because you figure they yeah. got to when they, you know, laying out these tracks and design them, they got to have some idea of what's potentially possible. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Was there a, was yeah. there a net on that side by chance? Maybe it's because they didn't have enough nets. Yeah, maybe there was the the, the foul the, the Angel Stadium net is there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, uh, thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, we each let's talk a little bit of San Francisco. Uh, well, actually, no. Let me let me talk about this before first. Um, so JG posted on his story about you know he he kind of forgot about his Seattle race right and and thought that he was the also won the first time and then we there was a graphic on the TV screen and I talked to RV this week and he was saying he wasn't on the graphic. Uh, and he was wondering why. And then was, we were talking about it with Kenny as well uh, yeah. in regards to him. He won his fifth ever 450 race, um, first as a full-time guy. Um, yep. A lot of guys are worried about this thing, this graphic and this race. Is, there's a lot of, a lot of concern out there about oh, this man. thing. <laughs> so I'm going to go one step further. Okay. Um, I feel like it's not just the stat. Um, I think we're already reaching a very weird point. Uh, with the reaction to Jet. And let me also say, there are Jet Lawrence fans. He does get cheers. They do have a VIP area oh, yeah. where fans go over there. Yeah. They have fans. I hate, I don't work in a world of absolutes. I'm not saying everyone feels this way. But I feel like there is already a chorus. We already know there's a chorus of, he gets too much attention. Stop talking about him. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, I think, already starting to be some jealousy from the other riders. Uh, so it tints all this stuff. So this stat comes out, <clears throat> and... Uh, you know, it depends on how what words you're actually using. It is true that Roxon, Bradshaw, and Grant did win their Anaheim one debut as rookies, uh, but that was not their first race in the class. But it's also true that Jed has raced, what, 14, 450 races before this? So slice that up whoever you want. The stat is not inaccurate. It was his first 450 Supercross. But if you want to get mad at it, I could see reasons why. Then we also have this old school chorus saying, how is Marty Tripes? How did he not do this? Now, to me, that's ridiculous. When you win the first race there ever was, somebody had to win. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like the point is supposed to be you're racing against dudes with tons of experience and you beat them. Yeah. Not, no one has any experience and somebody won. Uh, Pierre Carsmakers did not win the first Supercross he was in. I think he raced LA 73 and then won Daytona 74. Jimmy Ellis, we're doing like serious research. Like Davey and I were on the phone for hours this week trying to figure out mm-hmm. if he really won his first. But I think what this all points to, there's just some people that are tired of Jet. Fans, riders, not everybody. Yeah. But we're already getting there. And Steve, we've gone through many of these. When the new kid comes in and starts winning, it takes a while to accept it for some. This is no different yeah. than Carmichael beating McGrath or Stu beating Carmichael. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, no, it happens it's, all the time. Yep, it's yep. the circle of life for sure. Uh, it really. You want to see the young? You cannot wait for the young kid to come in <laughs> and 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 spice it up. Yep. And then the minute, like, look, there's a lot of Eli Tomac fans right now, right? Tons. Oh, tons, tons, tons. If this continues this way, and maybe it doesn't, maybe Tomac gets on a roll. But if this season ends up being Tomac so-so and Jets just getting all the accolades, that's a lot of Tomac fans that are – they don't want to hear any stat about Jet at that point. Yeah. And honestly, at the end of the day, the fans listen to the to Pulp MX network stuff and they buy Fly Racing products and, 100%, and, and like, yeah, that's cool. Like, whatever. Like, you're never going to get everybody to agree on anything. Like, uh, so I'm down with all of it, you know? I just want to point out that you, you assign the human element. It's not anything actually – really at its root it's not anything jets doing the stats are doing that anything is doing mm-hmm. it's like you said it is the circle of life yeah you whether you said that he won his first one or not there are still fans there that are like i'm already tired of this kid yeah. you know and then whatever you do they're going to get mad at and then there's also people that whatever you do they're going to love it i try to remind everyone all the time it's literally just human nature don't take it personally did you did you you read my observations column this week and uh yep. i kind of wrote about it a little bit do you do you sort of agree with where i was going with that like i'm fine with it i i, I may have i could have done a better job of insinuating that i don't really care i'm just bringing this up and yeah you know i do i think there's something there i mean they they are literally in business with fell there's a lawrence vip program um you know they're pushing them hard Feld benefits from jet transcending the sport they as as is mx sports they all benefit from it. So they and, – and the kid so far has been worth every accolade you want to give him. Uh, he's that good. Yeah. Um, but, but there is a fine line. That, and, 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 you know, so the promoter's got to be careful a little bit. Yeah, and it's tough because this is coming from all angles. I think the assumption is uh, Feld is doing all this himself. But Clinton Fowler's the stat man. He just dug up the stat. He's just like, hey, here's something interesting. No one's won their first – 450 Supercross race, you know, unless you want to count Marty Tripes. It's not like Feld said, hey, Clinton, do us a favor. Find stats to prove Jet's awesome. Right. Like, he just comes to them and says, here's a stat. And they're like, oh, okay. And the VIP program was more the Lawrence's wanting to do it and investing in it and mm-hmm. doing it than, than Feld asking. He had a different opening ceremonies video, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But that was them saying, Lawrence's camp, you know, yeah. wanting to do it their own way. But... On the outside, no one knows which direction it's coming from. You can easily think it's all Feld. Every one of these things is Feld just shoving the Lawrences down. They, they forced them to come up with that stat. They, they crammed the VIP area in there. Yeah. They forced the different opening ceremonies video. It also doesn't help that they are, of course, really trying to push SMX because it's new. And he just happens to be the champ. So he's going to get extra out of that. So it's like this perfect storm mm-hmm. of promotion coming from him, promotion coming from them because he's the SMX champ. And you're right. This, did the sport not grow, literally, because McGrath was great? Yep, yep, absolutely. It did. So when you have this court, I, people could get mad and say the promoters want to make more money. Is there not always a chorus of fans saying they should do things to grow the sport? Well, here you go, everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, there you go. That is a great point. Grow the sport, grow the sport. Bah, 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 bah. Grow the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. want to hear about this kid. Yeah. And again, that's not everybody, because yeah. I had this debate. People are like, Jet got cheered during opening ceremonies. And I'm like, dude, I'm not saying nobody likes yeah. it. It's just very polarizing yeah. right now, as it always is. I mean, Stu, I'm sure, 2005 Stu is probably like, what What happened? <laughs> Last year, everybody loved me. Yeah. 
What did I do? Yeah, what? What? I'm not doing the sprinkler anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I do the sprinkler, I get booed. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. No. Uh, well said. All right. Before I let you guys go, um, A Ray, what? Who? Give me your winners for two classes this weekend. Uh, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I was absolutely surprised at how comfortable Coop looked on the bike. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, not a new team for him because he's obviously been there before, but it's definitely a new bike. Um, you know, and I go back to, to 2017 Oakland, uh, whenever he did really good and it was like super ruddy, the track was nasty. Um, you know, the battle he had, I forgot, was it him and Eli, I believe. Anderson? And, uh, uh so, Eli? okay. Yeah. What's that? Uh, Anderson maybe. Yeah, okay. So, uh, it was one of them, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go coop. Okay. And then, um, uh, shoot life class. I'm going to go, if Thrasher's okay, I'm going to go Thrasher. Oh, wow. Coop and Thrash. Blue Coup sweep. Uh, all right. Yeah, we yeah. Each, any, anytime okay. the track's just super nasty, yeah. I just I feel like I feel like those two guys really excel. So. Before we get Weege's announcement, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Zool's bags. Pulp 24 code to save Zool's. High quality and real world use functionality are just a couple reasons why Zool's is not only the official luggage sponsor of Triumph Racing, but also why Ford Performance and uh, Ford Performance, collegiate and professional teams, as well as action sports guys like Pastrana, Hart, Use Zools, Z-U-L-Z. Zools has you covered with backpacks, travel roller bags, gear bags, and more. Pulp24 is a code to save. Also, thank you to Seat Concepts. They're on board with this show. Whether you're hitting the motocross track or gearing up for a trek across the country, Seat Concepts has a seat for you. See all the options at SeatConcepts.com. Literally saving asses since 2009. Thanks to Seat Concepts. Also, the official seats of Beta. Beta Benny. Um, all right, we each now, so I, I left all the people hanging. Give us your winners. Oh, Weege is gone. Or he's... he's well... Oh, okay. oh sorry. Go. I did not hear that. Jet and RJ again. Jet and RJ. Okay, yeah. Way to, way to go outside the box, buddy. Yeah. I mean, just trying to be realistic. Here. No, I, 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 think, I think I'm with you, Weege. I think I'm, I'm with you. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. That, uh, so you're not hey, coming hey, to San... Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just, just real quick. Um, I, I don't know if, if you guys have talked about this or not um, yet. Uh, I, I was just sort of curious, like on the, on the guys on the Austrian brands, right? What guys are riding the new frame and what guys are riding the old frame? Uh, new frame is Sexton and AP. Old frame is Craig and Mookie. Don't know about Bam. Okay. And is Juju – what about – Are Juju? you sure is about Juju AP? on the new frame? Or uh, frame? Sorry, Weech, what? Are you sure about AP? Well, he didn't, he didn't know – in the question, in the press conference, he just laughed and didn't didn't know. But I heard he was the new that both Red Bull guys are oh. on the new one. I don't know why you'd cover that. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, he doesn't want people to know the new frame isn't as good, so he's just going to say nothing. Oh, oh, that okay. Seems odd to be. Is it possible that he really just doesn't know? Yeah, I think it is. Hundred percent honest. No, Come I think on. it is. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I, I mean it's AP. Like, <laughs> seems he's, kind of important, but you know, he's a gem. He's a gem. He is. He is. Um. Uh, so that's what I well, yeah. I could uh, that's what I believe a Ray anyways. So okay yeah, yeah, yeah I was I was just sort of curious on that just just was watching the you know this past weekend in Anaheim I was trying to like pick apart like some similarities and some differences but you know it, it was it was just sort of hard to tell from the from the stands there but okay but yeah I, I just think that's that's super weird though like I don't know it's just weird to me. Uh, thanks, A Ray. Thanks, thanks for thanks, A Ray. Thank you, thank you, A Ray, for calling in and, and you know getting O'Neill in on the fly racing Moto sixty show. Yeah, 
You know. Oh wow! Oh, fuck my ass. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh man. Are you hey, are you going to San Fran? Hey Ray, are you going? Um, I was going to, but then I was like, yeah, nah. I'll be at San Diego though. Okay, perfect. And we do have you booked for an upcoming Pulp and Mech show with Jericho. In studio. Oh, that's going to be great. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, Sounds buddy. Good boys, Thank you. Uh, Wygant, we will, uh, you were at home this weekend, but you will be back for the next race. And, of course, you're going to handle the play-by-play duties starting at round four uh, with Stu and Ricky. So looks looks like it should be great. Uh, thanks for the time today, buddy. Thank you. All right. See you soon. Uh, see you. Yep. Uh, that's Jason Wygant, everybody. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Seat Concept, Zools. Thank you. Decal Works, Plum Creek Funding, Vertex, Get, 100% Maxis, all on board with us, Fly Racing as well. Tits, great job. Great work. Yeah, man. Six minutes over. Uh, 30 minutes over. Oh, because you're going to round. Yeah, rounds up. Yeah. Well, no I know, free time. I know Marks would only charge me for the six minutes, so I know Marks would do that. I think well, he's giving you 15. See, I just do everything Tits does plus one, so it looks like we're going to the hour. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next week.